feel like Colin finally got his soundboard hooked up correctly, so now we can actually hear the music when it comes in. It's kind of nice. It's it's very nice. It's just we'll, we'll like see though if it records correctly. Yeah, we'll see if it recorded that way. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Stolen Droids podcast. We've got a special guest with us. Well, I mean, he's a guest in any case. Jason. He's special to someone, I think. But. What? Special to someone? <laughs> you about special? His mom thinks he's special. Yeah, my mom thinks I'm special. <laughs> I think he's special, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's alright. Well, you've, got, you've got two people out of yes. seven billion on the planet, so Good I guess enough. that's something. That's all you need? <laughs> Jason, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, uh, guys. You are, of course, one of our featured players on the Let Us In I thought you said Podcast. I thought you were saying favorite player on the lettuce in. I mean Well, he he is a fan favorite from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. People really like Jason's He's performance. Kind of a oh, in. And, be nice. and by quite a few, I think I've heard that there have been people that have said they liked it. I don't know how many, but we're gonna say quite a few. So <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot. We'll just give them that. Out of the thousands of people that download it every week. <laughs> Millions. Now, how, Million. how do you walk down the street and even buy groceries like a normal person anymore, oh, man? Wear a ski mask. But it's a podcast. <laughs> no one has seen his face. They yeah, tell his voice. But, until but, this video comes out, nobody knows what Jason looks but like. But you would be surprised, Marty. Now they know. Because Zoner, once mom. upon a time, was at a Weird Al Yankovic concert. And he was just sitting there talking. I'm sorry, who? I was going to ask that as well. Who? Weird Al who? No, Yankovic. Weird Al who? I'm sorry. Did you say Yankovic? I think it's Yankovic. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's okay. Weird Al Yankovic. Vic. Okay. Yeah, we'll it's weird Yankovic. Al. It's, it's Weird Al. Al. Whatever. Yes. Weird Al. I usually just say Weird Al. I've always said, I've always, I've always said, said bitch, too. Maybe it's like our... No, it's, it's not bitch. Can we stop saying bitch? Because it sounds too close to something else. Now we're going to have to watch this explicit, and it's just going to be... No, that's only, our voices. that's only the other word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. So what it's happened funny. with Zoner at this concert? <laughs> anyway, you're sitting here waiting <laughs> for the end of your story, and you're just going off in these weird directions. Hey, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you even get me started. All right. Anyways, Zoner, why don't you just tell it? It's fine. It's your story. <laughs> you know where I'm going with it. I was there at the concert, standing in line to get some food with my wife, and I think my kids were there as well. And all of a sudden, somebody came up, and they recognized my voice, and it freaked my wife out she was yeah she she was pretty freaked out that people actually a listened to the podcast and b knew who i was because c a so yeah it, it was it was kind of a kind of a cool moment but yeah it was kind of weird as well that yeah i had people who knew who i was yeah 
yeah. gets it gets really interesting when I went back when I was on dating apps. I I got a couple people that were like, "Wait, are you the guy from Idiot Box?" And I was just like, the "Crap, where are you people coming from?" <laughs> oh, that's, and it was in that moment the call was like, "I'm not interested." If they watch Idiot Box, I'm just not interested because I know it's our not going to work out. They know too much. <laughs> yeah, do some yeah. weird stuff on here. If they're into any of that, it might be bad. <laughs> and the thing is, we can tell you stories about stuff like that all night long. But that's not why we're here. Why are we here? I don't know. Why, Jake? I don't even know. Why no. did we gather? Why am I here? I'm sorry. Am I going too slow for you, Zoner? I thought we had a nice organic conversation going, but no, Zoner's like, let's push ahead <laughs> with the theme of the show. It's five minutes. <laughs> it wasn't that big a deal. And I was going to go back and talk about how Jason's much better looking than you would think because he doesn't look like a mouse at all and things like oh that. But no, Zoner's got to push ahead here. Wow. And that's why we call him the Podfather. So we're talking today about Wonder Woman 1984, which may be the most divisive film that came out in December of 2020. Because there was what, like two of them? Yeah, and the other ones weren't I as mean, divisive, yeah. so this one was the most divisive. Yeah. When did when did Tenet come out? Was that November? Tenet came out a Tenet lot came out It was in the like, summer, yeah, was like August or something, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah, it was. Was it? August. It, or, it, or it came out in theaters that. for a, for a limited run in the late summer, and then I think it was like for streaming in December. Yeah, it oh, just I it just it. all feels like, like the same, Marley, because that's how 2020 was. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that's it's not like 2021, right, Connor? Yeah, we're we're still like this is 2020 part two. Pretty much a mirror image. It's fine. Yeah, part two. two so, seven. Wonder Woman 1984. You guys have all seen it, right? Yes. Yes. No, that's Sorry, I this would be I a really short episode. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm out. <laughs> yes, this is why we brought Jason. Is we're actually supposed to do homework. <laughs> all right. Well, we watched it together. Oh, was on thin ice game. already after last week's episode, so he's not even going to get a warning. He just says something like that, and he's just gone. Hey, you don't even <laughs> no. know. You don't even what know what was there? said last time. Listen, here you I know have your good. spot back. I'm moving those. Whoa, okay. <laughs> We're so on task tonight. <laughs> we talked for like what, like a half hour before this about everything else except Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You guys missed a great spoiler filled discussion about WandaVision, which we didn't do on the air. So you're welcome. But that but- will be in our series recap. Yes. Ooh, will be. Well, I mean, not that specific conversation. Well, the spoiler no, will but be, yeah. we can try and recreate it. I, took I don't. Notes. I don't know because yeah. because then took you took notes. You were there for two seconds of that conversation. I got my pencil. Got <laughs> 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 <Get> it ready. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's talk about Wonder Woman. And my paper. Apparently, we're all so excited to talk about it tonight. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, let's jump right in. <laughs> I love that we're recording late at night because I thought, oh, the kids will be in bed and they're not. They're just so. running back in. <laughs> it's yeah. Friday night. Or maybe we're not supposed to say what day it is. What? We oh. can say it's Friday night. It's fine. You just pulled back the curtain a little too far there, Marley. <sighs> yeah. And as we learned earlier tonight, Donner doesn't like when we pull back the curtain too much. He'll just edit the whole thing out. <laughs> Donner's like, like, I'm done. Freaking, freaking the Zonzon sensor. When it comes out. All right. So I'm going to try this for the third time. So Wonder Woman 1984, what do you guys think overall about Wonder Woman 1984? 
I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. But I didn't <laughs> love it. <laughs> Did you guys rehearse that beforehand? <laughs> like, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I think Jason didn't like it as much as I did, though. Like, I think he definitely has a lot more problems with it than I did. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Sonner? I feel like it was a very big letdown considering how good Wonder Woman was, but I didn't hate it. It was okay. I will say this, had it ended differently, and we can talk about this when we get towards the ending, had it ended differently, it could have really redeemed it in my mind. But it it was okay. It was just okay. I think that DC is extremely proficient at churning out movies that are just okay. That's what they do. Marvel churns out movies that are great, good to great. DC churns out movies that are, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, go see it if you want. But I didn't hate it. There was a lot that I liked about it. All right. Tallinn, what about you? Yeah, I was kind of mad about it. I felt there were a lot of just random holes throughout the film. A lot of things just didn't spread evenly across, I felt like, and some character, like they did well on certain pieces of character development, and then other pieces, I think they just kind of threw out and wasted. All right. So overall, it seems like we're all kind of feeling it was just meh to not good at all. Jason hates it. He thought it was the worst it, movie he's ever seen. Yeah. Well, every <laughs> single minute of my life back. That I watched. Hey, we had, we had fun watching it together on Christmas Day. We were cuddled on my couch enjoying the movie. It's the best part. Well, to be fair, when I'm cuddled up with my wife watching a movie, it's way better than when I'm watching it by myself, even if it's a bad movie. So exactly. in yeah. all fairness, that makes it better for sure. Like the experience can still be fun and the movie can still be horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think, first of all, I think that, I don't know that it's fair to say that every Marvel movie has been good to great. I think there are some that are just okay and some that are horrible. For the Dark World, for example, is (laughs) rough. That's fine, Marley. You don't have to agree with me. It's only because because he has that one shirtless image. (laughs) Who, me? I don't have any. Oh. I took all of those off. They're gone. <laughs> that was a favor to the world. It wasn't like I care. No, I liked all the I liked all the extra Loki-ness in that movie because oh, yeah. of how much people loved Loki from Avengers. They purposely put more of him in Thor the Dark World because of that. Yeah. It was a fan service, for sure. Yeah, you're a big I, Loki I love, fan. I think you're right. And I... I just don't think it's a great movie. And I don't even know if it's a good movie, but I do love that the Russo brothers have now made it a really important movie because of Endgame, because they go back to that point in his timeline. And so now you feel like you have to watch it because it ties in with Endgame more. But I think a couple of the Iron Man movies weren't great, you know, or good. Iron Man 3 just caused me all sorts of anger issues. I know. I, I wasn't going to say which ones, Honor, because I knew it really upset that's, you. That's, but we that's know that's not the conversation we're in here. Okay. No, because we're going to have to have, we're have I, to I liked Iron Man 3 better than I liked Iron Man 2. Well, yeah. But that's like... Anyway. I, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's another fan. discussion another time. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah. talk about another it in podcast. Remote Con but or I, something. I don't know. I think that Wonder Woman 1984, I think 
what it suffered from the most is that we didn't have an opportunity to see it in the theater. I mean, maybe some people did because it was in theater, so you could go see it. But we didn't have the opportunity to see it in a packed theater and have that kind of collective experience. And I think with all of the Marvel movies, there's a lot of them that I think people really enjoy because they had that experience of seeing it in a packed theater. But really, if you take a step back, some of them aren't as good as we think they are sometimes. And I think Wonder Woman 84 would have been more enjoyable if it was I went and saw it on opening night and it was a packed theater and everybody was excited about some of the stuff that happened in the movie. I agree. But, but okay, yes okay. and no, because all of the other prior DC movies I've seen in a packed theater okay. and they still aren't great movies. I agree. so I don't I don't know if that really honestly I don't I don't think personally for me but I, I really made a difference for Wonder Woman eighty four. See, because I enjoyed Shazam, I saw that in a theater, and I think <laughs> that this was probably on the same great. level of quality as Shazam. I think it was. I think Shazam was better. Shazam was hysterical. Zachary Levi is a yeah. gem. So good. He's a beautiful man. Listen, <laughs> the I, kid sitting next I, to us when we saw it, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> we, we had. It's we forgot about but him. I did see it. Make us. I did see. And Tracy, if you guys know Tracy's laugh, it's loud, and you can hear it in the theater, and it stands out. And so he was laughing at some part, and this kid sitting next to him was like, "It wasn't that funny," and it was just a scathing. <laughs> it like, was a rebuke. Remark. Yeah, it was a rebuke on Tracy. Some scathing dumb rebuke. Said that? Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty awesome. And Tracy was like, okay. All right, okay, then. so maybe maybe Tracy would have been better off watching that at home rather than in a theater, it sounds like. Or maybe that kid should have just stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being a little jerk. Exactly. <laughs> what you did, you little jerk. I but I did I get thought- to watch uh Wonder Woman in the theater, just in a private screening. Which mm-hmm. I actually was it's it's a hundred bucks, and we went with our family. Like it's, it's not a who hey, got money kind of thing. Oh, private screening, oh, Miss well, I mean, Marley. Yeah. And- Back in the I feel day, like the part- that's what it was, though. <laughs> I feel like the part where we all felt like you were saying you've got money is when you said it's only a hundred bucks, guys. Like oh, it's not that big a deal. Like <laughs> it was hundred bucks. It was pulled like, between like ten people. I'm complaining about when a movie ticket costs like fifteen bucks, and my wife and I go together, and it's like oh, thirty bucks, and you throw in. Popcorn and it was literally like, it's just 100 bucks, guys. It's it was, no big deal. It was literally ten dollars each. That's actually really good. Yeah, I, I before pre pandemic, <sighs> reserving a whole theater did not cost ten dollars oh, per person. No. New okay, but anyways, I felt more immersed in it and connected a little better with it versus when I had watched it just on, on my TV at home on Christmas. So, so there, so we would enjoy it more if, like Mr. Moneybags, we went and rented out a private theater. <laughs> and maybe we would, we would enjoy it more. So, I, uh, I honestly don't think I would have enjoyed it more because my biggest problem with the movie was honestly the acting. I have such a hard time with Kristen Wiig. I think she's hilarious. She's mm-hmm. so, so funny. But I cannot see her as a villain. Like, I can't. And just, like, I see that funny, like, Kristen Wiig from SNL. Maybe it's because I watched SNL and saw a bunch of skits with her in it. Mm-hmm. Just, I I thought she did great, amazing at playing the awkward, funny character before she turned into Cheetah. Mm-hmm. 
But when she kind of got all sassy and evil, it was just like, it made me cringe a little bit. (laughs) I I would agree. I'm a huge fan of Chris Wick. I think she is hilarious, super talented, but I don't see her as the bad guy. She's awesome as the awkward, nerdy scientist person, but as the human hybrid with the cat DNA. I mean, it wasn't for me. It wasn't. I, the acting didn't bother me as much as the CGI cheetah did. Cause it, mm-hmm. it was like reminiscent of the crazy, like recent cats movie. I, yeah. I never saw it because <laughs> I don't want to wear, I don't want to watch a train wreck of. Horror Does that movies? mean we're going to get a wonder woman 84 butthole cut? you know because you said that jake that somebody is now going to request it (laughs) zach isn't even here and we're talking about (laughs) there there was a whole big thing about this with cats we're supposedly yeah but that was like that's been like Everybody talked about release the Snyder Cat, and so everybody was talking about releasing the cat's butthole cra- uh, uh, cat. I forgot about that. And now I have to remember that. That was actually a thing. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, the, the CGI, you know, like, it was not good. I agree. Like, it just wasn't good. And I don't know that there's much more. Like, and, and you could tell that it wasn't good because they tr- they put as little of it as possible in the movie. Yes. Not as little as possible because they could have put none of it in it, but they put as little of it as possible because it just wasn't good and it didn't work. No. So I think, I think you're right about that. And I, you know, I think Christian Wig did okay. And I can see what you guys are saying. Like she is very lovable and funny and it's hard to think of her as the villain, but I kind of, I kind of thought she did pretty good. I didn't think it was awful. Yeah, I thought she was but, much better acting than than Maxwell Lord. Than who? Maxwell, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's his, so cute. He's on the same level for me. I feel like his character, his evilness, got rushed. It's just like so much was happening with him. It's just like, ugh, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, that's a whole other thing, though, because I mean, if we're gonna talk about the plot of the movie. I felt like it went from, like, if you're looking at the letters of the alphabet, you know, it went all of a sudden from A to, like, F, and you're like, wait, how did we get there? And then it went from, like, F to, like, S, and you're like, okay, wait, what? Like, we missed everything else that happened before all of this, and then all of a sudden the movie was over, and you're like, they didn't explain it. Like, and even all of the stuff that happened with Steve, I felt like that was also really just kind of random, and all of a sudden Diana was like, I have to let you go, and you're like... But why? Like, you didn't really fully explain that. And all of a sudden, it was just really sad. And she had to say goodbye and, and all that jazz. And you're just like, okay. Well, and I think it was it was hinted <laughs> a couple times in the movie as, as to why she had to let him go. And, you know, even Steve had said during that time, you have to renounce your wish in order to get your powers back. Because it's mm-hmm. it's you asked for one thing. And so it's taking away the thing that... That means the second most to you right now. Hmm. Yeah. I do think that there's something really weird about a stone that can grant any wish that you want, but can't just bring him back 
all the way, but has to bring him back in some other dude's body. And so then it leads to all sorts of weird moral questions about yeah. stuff going on. And oh, like, yeah. And I mean, it's like a retarded monkey's paw. There's some there's some crazy like subreddits about it, too, especially like about consent. Right. Because, yeah, obviously the guy that's actually that's his body. Didn't ask to be sexed yeah. up, but I just I mean, feel like it wouldn't have just, <laughs> She's yeah, I mean, I don't think he probably wouldn't have complained. But <laughs> but <My> like <laughs> it's just weird that like why couldn't they they could have avoided that whole conversation if it was just Steve was just back yeah. because she wished for him to be back instead of being back in some guy's body and yeah. that that part was a little bit weird to me just in general. Yeah. Then we start getting into a whole DC Zombies storyline. Blackest Night. He's popping up through the <laughs> ground. And... So, yeah, that's that's what I was hoping. That was the direction I was hoping. I, I, I would love that. <laughs> it would have made it entertaining, that's for sure. So with all of the, everything that else that happened in the movie, you know, all the stuff with Pedro Pascal and Cheetah and everything, do you, I almost wonder, like, if the whole thing with her wishing Steve back and then having Chris Pine show up and everything, like, do we, it, was that even necessary? Like, do you think that really totally furthered the plot along? I mean, yeah, yeah, it helped Wonder Woman kind of find some more of her powers and stuff, but I don't know. I wonder if it was just kind of a reason for them to get Chris Pine back on the screen. And I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just kind of felt like it, it could have been taken out and everything else would have just been fine. Yeah. Well, and I think part of the question is, did they did they think that it would get the numbers that the first Wonder Woman did without mm-hmm. having Chris Pine as the lead or second lead? Right. Yeah. And if they if that's the case and they didn't think that it would, then it shows that we still haven't figured out that you can have a strong female lead that's not reliant on any kind of male lead character like. Gal Gadot yeah. can carry the show on her own. She doesn't need For Chris sure. Pine to be in the movie with her. No, she doesn't. But I also think there was some, if the story had been, I think, connected a little bit better and it was more obvious what was going on, I think the Chris Pine part would have made more sense because that was what she desired. That was her one thing that she really wanted. And she had to, to overcome the power of the stone. She had to give that up freely. Mm-hmm. And so like, if that had been fleshed out a little bit better in the movie, I think his role would have made more sense. But I think the fact that there's so many people that are like, I don't get it shows that it wasn't fleshed out as well as it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If that makes sense. So, I think I you bring up a good sense. point though, Jake, where, you know, the fact that they're thinking, <laughs> they're thinking that if they have to have Chris Pine there to be able to have a successful movie, you know, that really is is telling because Gal Gadot, she's great as Wonder Woman. I think she is the one bright spot in this movie. Oh, she's great. Because of the fact that, I mean, her whole persona is just infectious. You know, you like watching her. You like her smile. You like seeing her do what she does as Wonder Woman because it's just fun. She, You can tell that she's enjoying it. And that's fun to watch. <laughs> I feel like I'm podcasting here with children. 
I'm sorry. Maybe a little bit. Sorry. And for for people that are that are I'm not complaining, Colin has been just listening in the butthole. Then we have just Jake. We and Jake just and, keep on going back and forth and changing each other's names. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> I have tried. Apparently, I'm a butthole. Because <laughs> you called me the butthole guy. Yes, <laughs> okay, you gotta... <laughs> I have tried to not comment on it at all, but it has been pretty entertaining. And yeah, it, it's, pretty been, it's been escalating throughout the night. And yes, and we've done a pretty good job of keeping a straight face through most of it. Colin, <laughs> I haven't. I'm not making faces at Zoner's comments. I'm making faces at the. <laughs> I feel really bad because Zoner was making a really good point, and that we was a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> I should just boot you all. <laughs> we'll just boot ourselves right back. <laughs> but no, I feel like like Gal Gadot, she's just fun to watch as Wonder Woman. And I think that's why now here I am so lonely. I think that's why Wonder Woman, the first one was so successful because she was fun to watch as Wonder Woman. And yeah, the script and everything was good too, but she does that character so well. And the fact that they felt that they had to bring Steve Trevor back to further that story, I think really shows how weak the story was. It it really was a glaring flaw, I think. Well, And I don't know if anyone else is going to mention this, so I will. But I think also one of the great things about Wonder Woman in this role, especially like in the 80s, was her fashion. Like (laughs) she dressed so well, you know, and I think a lot of people really liked seeing that as well. Because like Al like she's a very attractive woman. We all, I think we can all agree on that. I think so. She's my, she's one of my woman crushes. I'm not going to lie. And, goes awkwardly silent. I'm like, <laughs> but just like, just to like see like kind of like the fun like eighties outfits and stuff. I mean, even Kristen Wiig. Like, I think they did. I, I think they did really well on the costume front for everybody in this movie. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of a fun style. Yeah, and of course the the costume montage when Steve Trevor first comes on and he's you know changing all the different outfits till he finds his style i thought that was really enjoyable as well yeah i i'm i'm i love fashion in movies and tv shows like i that's definitely something i pay attention to (laughs) (laughs) it's totally true (laughs) i'm not so fashionable dude (laughs) (laughs) There, there are some great moments too like when she's taking him to the art museum and she's like, yeah, everything out here is, is a piece of art. Everything is an art installation. And so then he goes up to the garbage can and she's like, oh no, that's just a garbage can. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and so there were some good moments and some funny moments in it. But I think there were a lot of ways that the movie just kind of fell short for a yes. lot of people. Yes. So. Yeah. There was also some just weird technical pieces that was kind of weird for me in like thought process. Like when, when they're going to get the plane. Freaking Diana badges her way in. You already know who's entered the facility at that point. You know that even in the 80s, there's going to be security cameras in a place like this old school museum with these hundreds of thousands of dollars of of stuff. And then the plane that's supposed to be just, you know, a museum piece 
was fully filled with fuel. Wait, that's not how it works in a museum? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's surprising, but no. And then he automatically knows how to use this new high-tech plane that's completely changed. Listen, if you can fly a plane, you can fly a plane. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. It's like riding a bike. I think they really are. Except one has, you know, 10 billion switches and another one does not. No. It's like a car. They all have a wheel. You turn them and you go. Yeah, just go. It's the same. It's the same. Like they just stole a plane. Flying <laughs> a plane, driving a car. It's, really, it's actually, obvious. you can take this further and say if you can drive a car, you can probably fly a plane. No yeah. problem. Just get in and fly it. It's yeah, fine. but it's it's really no different. Mean, but if someone stole a plane, <laughs> wouldn't you check the badge history to see who came into the facility? Who's to say they didn't? And and what happened? We don't know. <laughs> it was off camera. I know. Deleted but, scenes. But she's not, she's obviously not fired from her job because we know that. Would you fire make her? a Marvel short about it? It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, he does not like that. <laughs> they'll bring, they'll bring the real Mandarin into that one. But you got to admit though, Colin, it was nice to see the invisible jet coming in. It that was, was nice. And with that, I wanted to say, too, one part I actually really did enjoy about this movie, not only the fashion, but also the way that Diana finally got to discover that she can do more with her strength and her powers and everything. She figured out, like, I can make things invisible, you know, like the invisible jet, you know, like that's that's a very iconic Wonder Woman thing. I didn't know she could do that. I thought she was just like, she had strength and like... I actually wasn't aware that she could fly. Did you, did yeah, you just think that like her flying. plane was invisible by itself? She cast a spell on it, no, right? No, he's asking if you thought that. Oh, she, like in like previous yeah, podcasts. Yeah, like like engineered, like she just had like plane. GPS in her head and was like, oh yeah, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've even like yeah, the whole flying what happened thing, with the, like that was the really cool when she was up in the clouds and, and she kind of... Last the lightning. Yeah, like that was amazing. I thought I oh, ever, yeah. I actually really enjoyed that scene. That was pretty cool. Yeah, there was some cool stuff. Like there were some really cool scenes, and I, I agree. And and then the special effects were awful on some parts, and yeah. that's kind of how this. And that kind of sums up this movie. There was some good stuff, and then there were other things that were just awful. And yeah, which I don't is know. why I didn't hate it. I yeah. felt really bad for Maxwell Lord's son, though. Oh, poor kid. Oh yeah, just. Every turn, just like straight up disappointment from his dad or being completely ignored and promised, you know, all these, these other things. And then, you know, his, his son just pro- wishes for like his father's happiness. Yeah. So sad. Well, and I didn't think, like, I know a lot of people were kind of bugged by his character, Max, Maxwell Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I guess I wasn't as bothered. Yeah. There were some things and there were kind of some, laughable moments there at the very end but at the same time like i don't know i think i don't know i just i guess i didn't think that he was as bad as everyone else says he was because and maybe that's just because i think pedro pascal is adorable and (laughs) i don't know (laughs) adorable or adorkable Um, (laughs) i I felt the same way marley i thought his character was fine i didn't have a lot of the major issues that a lot of other people have had with his character 
he was really one dimensional, but I think that's who he was. Yeah. And I, I think that's okay. Like his motive was he wanted the power and the success and the fame. That's what his motive was. Sometimes that's what bad guys motives are. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have a lot of issues with his character. I do think that one of the weird things that they did with it was, was through his son and kind of rushed at the end, try to make him more sympathetic as a villain. Sometimes it's okay for the villain just to be a villain. And especially yeah. when you've got two different villains in the movie and you're already supposed to be kind of sympathetic to Cheetah and what she's going through and why she wants to be Cheetah. You don't have to have the other guy be sympathetic as well. But there's this drive now that all villains have to have this backstory where you feel bad for them. Sometimes bad guys can just be bad guys and that's totally fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I almost like it better when they're just a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You don't need that whole backstory. I think that's why Heath Ledger's Joker is such a good bad guy because he's just a bad guy. That's mm-hmm. it. There's no backstory. There's no any of that. He's just bad. And except how he got his scars. Well, you know, and, and bad is bad is good, you know, and yeah. that's okay. <laughs> I, I do think, speaking of the villains, one of the problems with Wonder Woman 84 is it falls under that, I think, classic mistake that some of these superhero movies do. It's the Batman Returns Syndrome. So Batman was a really great movie and it had one villain and it was the Joker and it was just Batman versus the Joker and that was the story. Then you get Batman Returns and you're shoehorning two villains in there with Catwoman and the Penguin. And it wasn't as horrible as when you get to Batman Forever and you've got the Riddler and Two-Face and then you get to Batman Returns and you've got Mr. Freeze and Poison. Like, let's focus on one main bad guy and just develop that story between, you know, if it was just Wonder Woman versus Maxwell Lord or just Wonder Woman versus Cheetah and you've got Cheetah's backstory and everything, I think it may have been a, a more solid movie. It may have been more enjoyable. Yeah, and I think that's a quick way to just burn out IPs too, right? Yeah. Like we've we've already seen so many villains already because of Suicide Squad without and, – and, now going to be seeing Suicide Squad again. Uh, no, yeah. The Suicide Squad. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. The Suicide and Squad. We are getting the polka dot guy, so that's you know that's important. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> Glad we're so, getting his backstory. So excited for that. I I I just DC needs to take a break and not make anything. <laughs> That's I I don't know until they until they can actually figure it out and I, I I am excited to see what happens with the Suicide Squad and see if the director actually can come through like he did on Guardians of the Galaxy. But that being said, who knows until we see it in what a month, something like that. Yeah. Also, you can watch that at home because it'll be on HBO Max at the same time that it's in theaters. So wait, we're talking about Suicide Squad? Yeah. The new Suicide Squad. It already comes out. Yeah, right? next month. Oh my god. Yeah, when when HB or when DC Warner Bros drops like ten movies in one day, that's part of the the slotted for HBO Max. I haven't seen the first one. I don't know that you have to I necessarily. Not, I don't know. Kind of thing. It's like a remake. I don't know. I I feel like it would. Seen it? They'll probably poke fun at it, right? Probably. I feel like you kind of have to. That's another one of those, like, it, obviously it could have been better, but I think you need to at least see it once kind of thing. I, I just, when, I, it, when it came out, I just heard of how much of a letdown it was, and I was like, oh, I don't want to 
risk watching this. But Margot Robbie was fantastic. Yes, the one bright spot in that was Margot Robbie. And she really nailed the character. It was it was great. And Will Smith. And Jared Leto. I mean, obviously, his Joker was... Oh, my gosh. Jake. Jake. (laughs) Why you gotta be that way? So, speaking of killing villains... I was gonna change his name to Jared. (laughs) I I do that to you. You can't do that to me, Cole. You can't drop me out of the screen. I'm sorry. It was was so bad. How do you change people's names? you, You go down to the bottom left. Uh, I went you kick to see uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or whatever they ended up naming that movie on mm-hmm. opening night, and I was literally the only one in the theater. It was it was ridiculous, and again, yeah. that was another exercise was in mediocrity from DC. That so pre-pandemic, Colin, yeah. you may be onto something. With the whole DC needs I'm, to just I know I'm to, onto something. Oh, no. They just kind of need to step back. <laughs> no, that's not a good one. <laughs> that's not a good one. <laughs> but I do want to say the one thing that I think could have saved all of the convoluted plot holes and everything within Wonder Woman 1984. And I okay. think it would have been very interesting for a sequel. And that would have been if Wonder Woman had killed Maxwell Lord. She did it in the comics back in 2005, leading up to the, uh, what was it? Infinite Crisis, I think. He was mind controlling all the superheroes, controlling Superman and causing all sorts of havoc. And she got him in the lasso. and, And he said the only way he would stop is if she killed him. So she snapped his neck. And oh, by the way, it was televised. And I thought, I, I got so excited thinking, well, this is televised. The only way he's going to stop is if she kills him. No, she talked him down. Ooh. I was so disappointed in that. If Go she ahead. had snapped his neck, it would have been very controversial for one. But think of the potential that they could have had with future stories. I mean, that would have been so interesting what they could have done well and i i think Zack snyder kind of maybe even screwed up a moment like that because they got such bad backlash about just the dream sequence alone with batman oh yeah that they may have not wanted to touch that or they just wanted wonder woman to to be that glimpse of hope right not yeah. necessarily to yeah to be just justified in in killing this guy well, and when yeah. Superman killed Zod as well, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's like, oh, Superman doesn't kill. Well, he's done it in the comics quite a few times. In fact, he did it to Zod. Well, I don't know if I'd say quite a few times because he typically doesn't kill. Typically, but, no, he has. But I think that that's where DC is struggling with how to depict their characters because, you know, on the one hand, you've got Superman killing Zod and there was a lot of backlash there. And I think that part of the problem was just the Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder take on Superman wasn't as well received as people mm-hmm. wanted it to be, as Warner Brothers wanted it to be. Yeah. And then you've got Batman and Batman be Superman killing people and things like that. And Zack Snyder kind of saying, well, yeah, but that's what he would do. Except that Batman is like the one character where he doesn't kill. Like that isn't what he would do. Oh, yeah. And, and he so- lost his mind when he found out 
in the comic that Wonder Woman had killed Max Lord. Yeah. And see, the thing is, is Wonder Woman, that's never been an issue for her because she's an Amazon. She's a warrior. Yeah. Like that's part of being in wars that you kill people. And like, and I'm not saying she would just like kill anybody, but I'm saying it hasn't been as major an issue for her. And so Warner Brothers on film is having a harder time understanding their characters than I think Marvel has with, with their characters. I agree. I would have loved that though. I think that would have completely redeemed the movie in my mind. It could have been a complete crap fest up to that point, but if they had done that, that would have showed me that they had some courage and that they were going to take this in a direction that nobody anticipated. Yeah. It would have been interesting. Go ahead. Okay. So I feel like in like all the promos and everything, they really, Oh, kitty. Sorry. Sorry. My cat is getting into stuff. He's not supposed to, but I feel like with like all the promos and the trailers and just all the hype, they really, really oversold the golden armor. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. She puts it on and it looks amazing, of course, because it's Gal Gadot. And also just because it's really, just really, really cool looking armor. Yeah. And the wings and everything. And I feel like Cheetah tore it up. Like, especially the wings part, like way too easily. And then all of a sudden it like wasn't even effective anymore. Like she had like the cool like shield thing, you know, with like pulling the wings over her. And that was really cool, but then she obliterated it. And I feel like it got destroyed way too easily and too quickly. And then all of a sudden her armor wasn't as good as, you know, we all thought it was going to be. I mean, it still looked awesome, but do you guys know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel like they just threw it in there for marketing and to make new toys for kids to buy. And it's in like just that short a sequence. And then you feel like, okay, they just included this so that they could sell stuff. And as part of their marketing, you... You make you make it seem like it's supposed to be like this almost kind of movement, right? Like no no more, you know, skirt and just legs showing, right? It's you know, it's about the character itself, Function. not necessarily yeah. An actual <laughs> functionable suit that really wasn't functional at all because, you know, hundreds of men versus one cheetah <laughs> going at it. But also, why didn't Wonder Woman get electrocuted? Is she immune to electricity when when she was in the water with, with Cheetah? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, and she might be because she's Zeus's daughter. So that might be part of it, right? Yeah, but cats don't like water. But <laughs> if Cheetah's wish and reason why she got her powers originally yeah. was that she got Wonder Woman's powers. So if Wonder Woman was immune to the electricity, then wouldn't Cheetah be immune to the electricity? Yep. These are these are questions that we'll never get answered. No. So there actually was one part of the movie I did like. Okay. We, the we one part that did you like. Perfect. The beginning part when she was a little girl, when they did the little trial thing. Oh, yeah. That oh, was and the she cheated? Part of the movie. Yeah, a little cheater Diana. <laughs> yeah, a little cheater Diana. But like... I, I thought that was the coolest part of the movie. The like all the, the race and all the yeah. other. Well, and she was, she was calling it. She was beating those other girls up until yeah. then. Yeah. Like, yeah. holy cow. Yeah, I like that part too. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be back on the mascara, you know, like yeah. it was kind of cool to see that. Yes, I agree. So overall, the movie was a mixed bag. Yep. And hopefully we can do better. Uh, in the future with DC, hopefully DC can get some kind of direction because at this point they're just a hot mess. But 
you want good DC content, look, check out their animated films that are all on HBO Max right now because most of them are pretty good. There are some that are also not great. But Which ones have you really liked thus far, Jake? I think my favorite one is Superman Red Sun, but that's also because that's one of my favorite graphic novels ever. That is a good one. If you don't know, it takes the premise of if Superman, instead of landing in a cornfield in Iowa or Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Though, Iowa, Kansas, I know. If he had instead landed in Siberia, in in Soviet Russia, oh, and so then he's, cool. a, you know, a Soviet, and yeah. kind of what would happen if he had grown up in that kind of an atmosphere instead. So it, it brings up some interesting ideas and stories, uh, and it's very complex and just really well done. I have enjoyed the death of Superman and the reign of the Superman because that was very nostalgic for me to go back and relive that story, and it was done really well. I agree. Um, so that's another one that I really like. But yeah, there's quite a few on there that are worth checking out. So nice. if you want good DC content, that's where I would head and check out. Have you watched Gotham by Gaslight yet? I haven't watched that one yet. Hmm. I did watch Batman Ninja, and that one was weird. Not heard of like any of these. <laughs> well, they're on so, our HBO Max. Yeah. I do have HBO Max. Yeah, I- you need to watch them. Don't yeah, go to your DC me. hub and in HBO Max, and you can find all of these on there. So they've been doing animated films like this since like 2009. The first one that they did was uh, Superman Doomsday, which wasn't as good as as the Death of Superman. But the but yeah, they have that weird Joker one. Not Joker. It was a Batman one, wasn't it? So there are yeah. There's like the old animated Batman movies, like Mask of the Phantasm. Well, no, wasn't and, the one that like came out like a couple years ago? A radar one? Yeah, like the, the ra- Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah, the Killing Joke. Yeah. yeah, that one. That's the one I'm thinking of. Is that on there? I don't know if that one's on there or not, but I know that they've got some that are rated R. Like, there's the Justice League Dark movies are all. There's two of them on there, and they're rated R. I like the first Justice League Dark one. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one was really good. Yeah, and the thing that's frustrating is you watch these movies and you're like, yeah, if they would just take these stories and tell them well in a film type setting, then they'd be okay. But instead they, they ruin things like doomsday, for example, killing Superman and just kind of smash it into Batman V Superman. And you don't build up doomsday at all. You don't build up that story. It's just anyway. Yeah. So we agree. (laughs) Yeah, there. I think what they really need to do is stop having studio executives interfere so much and just let the filmmakers do their thing. But they've got to get filmmakers who understand the characters. Not like Zack Snyder, who thinks that Batman would just go around killing everything he sees. Because that ain't right. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to change our little overlay up here to our new Utah Remote Con logo. Ooh, fancy. Ooh. So Utah Remote Con is coming up. It will be in the middle of April. We'll have official dates coming out soon, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you missed Utah Remote Con in September, we're following it up with this. We're, we're calling it Bigger, Better, Remoter. And we did that as a joke, thinking that we wouldn't still be that remote by the time this happened in April. But we are, so we're going to go with it. But this is going to be a lot of fun. We will be raising money for JDRF, which is Juvenile Diabetes Research, Research Fund which is a great cause to help find a cure for type 1 diabetes. Yeah, so that's coming up. We want to keep you guys posted on that, and we'll have more information as it gets closer, so everybody will want to pay attention for that. Right, Colin? Yeah, everyone. 
Every <laughs> one of you. Every last I'm excited. We're going to have so many panels, they won't know what to do with them. Except, yeah, they will. You just know, come watch them. them. That's what you have to do. Watch yeah, just all them. of them. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So we're really excited about that. We've got a lot of people that came and did the first one that are excited to come back and, and participate in the second one. So it'll be a lot of fun. So keep your eyes posted or eyes peeled for more information. Eyes posted doesn't sound right because you don't want to post your eyes somewhere because you want to keep those in your head. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. You can follow us on all the social media places. I'll put that up here for you as well. You can find us at Stolen Droids on Facebook, Twitter. Oh, are those the sock meds? Sock sock meds. The sock meds. Those are our social social meds. I love those sock meds. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening and watching, everybody. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye. So sweet. Clearly. (laughs) 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 This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.